It is Sunday, October 9th, 2016. This is U60 to the Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, how I spent my summer vacation, Rogue One toys, some of the summer blockbusters, and the end of Show Me. It's the October special, Turkey Time. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you're having a happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. I I am home alone for this Thanksgiving, yes, because last week, the week before I recorded this, I went off on a vacation to Jasper. That was all my sister's idea. She was like, you know what? Let's plan a great big family vacation to Jasper for Thanksgiving and give mom and dad a break this year. So that's what we did. Only thing was, though, the only availability was the week before Thanksgiving because the long weekend was already all booked up naturally. So that means I'm home alone for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But it was a lovely vacation. It was a beautiful vacation. Jasper in autumn was oh so lovely. My brother-in-law, he hooked us up on this really neat trip. It was a combination bus and train tour. You get in the tour bus and you head on to BC to a small town called McBride. And then in McBride, you hop on the via and you come back into Jasper by train. So that way you can experience the Rocky Mountains by rail. I tell you, it was an absolutely beautiful trip. Uh, Came to a natural spring, the tour bus stopped there, and you got to drink that refreshing mountain water as it bubbled straight out of the side of the mountain. Saw Mount Robson, Mount Robson, absolutely gorgeous. For those who don't know, Mount Robson is the highest mountain in the Canadian Rockies. And, oh, it is oh so beautiful, especially if you were lucky enough like me and my family and saw it on a clear day. No clouds in the way. You could see all the way to the top. Just amazing. And then we went further into B.C., came back on the train. Coming back on the train was a little bit rough. Uh, mainly because our train was delayed by two hours. So by the time we got into Jasper, it was after sunset, and, well, we really didn't get to see that much. Well, saw most of the good stuff. Saw Mount Robson again from the train, which was absolutely beautiful. There's this beautiful lake in between uh, Mount Robson and Jasper called Moose Lake. Took the train by that. Again, very beautiful. Saw that at sunset. And yeah, as I said, after dark when we got back into Jasper. So that was definitely one of the highlights of my vacation. I've been going to Jasper for my vacation ever since I was a little kid. So finding something new to do in Jasper is always difficult. And that train trip was definitely something new. 
Uh, and then, of course, coming out of Jasper is when I blew most of my money because while I was off on vacation, that's when Force Friday rolled around. For those who don't know, Force Friday is the retail event when all the new Star Wars action figures go on sale. And we have a new Star Wars movie coming out, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So, of course, I'm there in the mountains, in the wilderness. Oh, I'm missing Force Friday. I'm missing Force Friday. And then when we came out of the wilderness on the Sunday, I'm like, we got to stop in Hinton. We got to stop at the Walmart. I got to see the new Star Wars action figures. So needless to say, my family has a complete understanding of why I'm always broke right now because there I was in the mountains. Oh, I can't afford to do anything. I'm so broke. And then when we came out of the wilderness, new Star Wars toys, shut up and take my money. But no, I was lucky. Uh, my theory was correct. It turns out Hinton is not really a hotbed of Star Wars collecting. So when we popped in at the Hinton Walmart, I saw that even though it was the Sunday after Force Friday, their collection of Star Wars action figures was pretty much untouched. So I was able to pick up everything I wanted for now, and I am very, very happy. I shouldn't be too surprised that uh, the Rogue One toys were still there. I mean, it's officially a week and a little bit after Force Friday now. I just came back from Edmonton, and Toys R Us, Walmart, all my usual action figure collecting haunts, they still have an ample stock of Rogue One toys. I know some people have been questioning this. They're like, why is the hype for Rogue One not as big as for The Force Awakens? Well... We've lived through this, right? I've been through this with the prequels. When Phantom Menace came along, the hype for Phantom Menace was ridiculous because it was the first new Star Wars movie in 17 years. So I was like, ah, ah, ah. And then when Attack of the Clones came along, it was like, oh, yay, the next one. And then when, well, when Revenge of the Sith came out, that's when the hatred for the prequels was in full force. So everyone was like, uh, when will this abortion end? So yeah, if I were to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, hype for The Phantom Menace was about an 11. I would say hype for Attack of the Clones was about an 8. And hype for Revenge of the Sith was about a 6. So that's what we're seeing again here, right? Hype for The Force Awakens was at an 11 because it was the first new Star Wars movie in 16 years. Now we're just going to see the hype for all the Star Wars films gradually go down. And with Rogue One, it's a little bit lower than what would typically be because it's the first standalone film. It's not the next one in the saga. And we all want to see the next one in the saga and find out what happened to Rey and all that. So, yeah... Long story short, you still got lots of time to go out there and get some Rogue One action figures. You're listening to Mark Cavett. This is the old days, man, the bad days, the all or nothing days. They're back on U62. The Targ. So just taking a quick look at my website, the last podcast I did was my geeking out over the return of Crystal Pepsi. Had a very lovely Crystal Pepsi-fueled summer. I have one left, and it is sitting in the back of my fridge to forever remain mint in package. Uh, but yeah, when I recorded that podcast, I had just come home from Independence Day Resurgence. So I'm just reviewing my website and the uh, last couple of summertime blockbusters I saw. I went to see the new Ghostbusters this past summer. You know, I found all the controversy about Ghostbusters to be absolutely ridiculous. I mean... 
everything's getting remade and rebooted for like the past 10 years. So I was surprised that geeks in general decided to draw the line in the sand with Ghostbusters. For some reason, Ghostbusters was the sacred text that shall never be remade. So I found that kind of ridiculous. As I tweeted before I went into the theater, my childhood survived the Transformers and the Star Trek reboots. I'm sure my childhood will be fine. And you know what? I loved the Ghostbusters reboot. It was so funny. I mean, I really like the fact that these were four completely new Ghostbusters and completely new characters. You know, because we've been doing that for years online with fan conventions and stuff. We've been doing our own little creation of new Ghostbusters. So why not do some official new Ghostbusters? I'm sure we're all in agreement here. Kate McKinnon stole the show. She was a comedic force of nature in that film. Just absolutely amazing. I know in the past there were only two Ghostbusters movies, but that was enough to establish a formula. And this reboot followed the formula pretty closely with some new twists along the way. That's the highest compliment I can give it. It was a Ghostbusters movie. It looked like Ghostbusters. It felt like Ghostbusters. It was funny like Ghostbusters. I really enjoyed it. And then after that was Star Trek Beyond. You know, as I've said before, Star Trek always my first fandom, so of course I was going to be there for Star Trek Beyond. And again, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I loved Star Trek Beyond. It was so good. I mean, one of my big complaints about uh, the first two movies in this rebooted franchise is they've been focusing too much on Kirk and Spock. When the original Tremunitive was always Kirk, Spock, and Bones, they were leaving Bones out. So in this one, they pair up Spock and Bones for a good portion of it. We get some good Spock and Bones, and that was definitely the highlight of the movie. So again, Star Trek Beyond, really enjoyed that one as well. Everything's better with Mark Tappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Kappas on U62, The Targ. And there's some news in the Canadian entertainment industry that caught my eye. They are shutting down Show Me. Show Me, the streaming video service that hoped to compete with Netflix, a joint project between Shaw and Rogers, went online about two years ago. But after two years, Shaw and Rogers have said, you know what, we just can't compete with Netflix, so we are going to be pulling the plug. Now, because my cable and internet company is Shaw, I signed up for Show Me shortly after it launched because I was curious about it. And Show Me was... That's about all I can say about Show Me. I found that maybe about a third of its titles were not on Netflix. And it was good for when I had a craving to watch that third. In fact, I'm going through my two watch list on Show Me and I'm thinking I've got like two months to watch them all before they pull the plug at November 30th. So yeah, Black Swan is on Show Me. I always wanted to see Natalie Portman's Oscar winning performance. So that's on there. Uh, the Tom Hanks classics Big and Splash, two classics I've never seen there on Show Me. And for the longest time, I said I wasn't going to dump Show Me until I had binge-watched Battlestar Galactica. So I'd better get on that. Although, I see Battlestar Galactica is on Crave TV, and I just signed up for Crave TV, so that way I can, I can still watch it on Crave TV. 
It's weird. I signed up for Crave TV because for the longest time, their biggest selling point was they had all the Star Trek. But now Netflix has all the Star Trek as well. So there was really no point of me to sign up for Crave TV as well. Uh, Speaking of all of the Star Trek being on Netflix, that has been my new addiction for, well, ever since I discovered it in August. First thing I did was I watched all of season two of Enterprise. That's the only bit of Star Trek I'd never seen because that was the year I was in Japan. So finally got up to date on Enterprise and yeah, I didn't miss much. And then after that, I just started binge watching Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine is so good you guys i forgot how good deep space nine is so it was fun watching that again and there's so much good stuff on netflix too you know everybody's raving about this sci-fi show stranger things i haven't gotten around to watching that yet they've got all the marvel shows i'm about halfway through luke cage as i um as i'm uh recording this and some say that was one of show me's big problems they didn't have a lot of unique and exclusive content to really bring in the viewers. I mean, they become the exclusive Canadian distributor for a lot of Amazon Prime stuff. They had, uh, oh, that one show where Jeffrey Tambor plays the transgendered guy. I forget what it's called. It won all the Emmys. But anyway, that's on Show Me, so don't know what's going to happen to it now and how we're going to watch it here in Canada. So, yeah, Show Me, you tried hard, but there was just kind of nothing special about you. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. Well, it's about time to do the song of the show. With October upon us, that means I'm starting to look at Halloween songs. And it occurred to me that all the times I bugged my boss for me to play Weird Al Yankovic on the air, it never occurred to me that Halloween provides a great argument for Nature Trail to Hell.
According to legend, that actually started as a parody of Thriller. But when Michael Jackson denied Weird Al Yankovic permission, Weird Al decided to just go ahead and write different music. Nature trailed to hell on U62 the Targ. And you know what? That's about it for me. I am all rambled out. I made a quick trip into the city today. I picked up X-Men Apocalypse and the new Ninja Turtles movie on Blu-ray. So I got those to watch. And as I also mentioned, I'm about halfway through Luke Cage. So I would like to finish binge watching that as well. I am off to enjoy the rest of my Thanksgiving long weekend have yourself a happy thanksgiving and a happy halloween and a merry christmas as well in case i don't do a christmas special i'm mark cap as this has been the tar guy we'll see you when i see you and this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the tar don't forget you can download a new episode of the tar every week at chaosinabox.com the Targ is written and produced by Mark Tappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Well, that was pointless. Yeah.